This call is being recorded. Hey guys, it's Rick Shermer with Viral Brand, our podcast here. We get no frills, we get straight into it. No big intros, no big outros. We are talking about the most inspiring brands and people and products that we can find out there. So one of the biggest ones, and that we've just met recently, but I've heard about for years, it's so inspiring, is the incredible people over at Operation Smile. Uh, we just had the good fortune of actually getting to meet their founders um, in the last couple months. So I am super lucky and super honored to have Kathy McGee on the phone. We are super excited to be talking to you. Hello, hello. Hi, how are you? We, so, we so actually excited to have you. We, yeah, yeah, and we all got through this storm on the East Coast, so we're ready to go again on Monday morning. Oh my gosh! How what? Tell me, tell me what the, what the how how it affected you guys. Were you guys okay? Did well, you hunker down? And- yeah, we all we have to. Um, just as the Bahamas, you have to. But uh, we seem to get away with just high waters and wind, and you know, not even severe trees down. But um, we're just feeling for the Bahamas right now and trying to figure out how we can be helpful. So whether it's medical or supplies and we know everybody's coming on to the mainland, to the U.S., so we'll see what we can do from there medically. Wow. Anyway, we're, well, we do, guys, we do always are, get ready for these. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys are amazing. And, and, and I know that one of the things you told me is that your infrastructure that you guys have, and, and for those of you guys don't, that don't know, uh, Operation Smile um, started their core mission is helping give kids their smiles back throughout the world who are disadvantaged and impoverished who have suffered from cleft palates and other facial malformities and they've done unbelievable work. I mean, I think Kathy has it been like what a half a million operations now, not including all the other work you guys do. Yeah, we're, we're close to that. Um, along with just providing, you know, uh, just basic medical care, whether it's antibiotics for these children or speech or dental work. Uh, post-operative care, we follow them up and make sure they can speak well. They're, they're na- they now can speak, can eat, and they don't have a facial deformity. So, you know, it's kind of fortunate for us. We feel like it's a gift that we actually can change the life of this child who would have nothing or would die. And now with the surgery, uh, they can have a life like any normal child. And, so and these families are... Like- I was oh, sorry. One of the things are... that... Go ahead. I'll, I'll let you go. <laughs> I'm interviewing sorry. you, so if you're talking, that's good. <laughs> uh, no, I just, I, I would just say these families are just so grateful. I mean, they're making like a dollar or two dollars a day. They would never be able to get this surgery done for their child, and you know, they basically uh, just thankful that they can have a life, that they can get to school, they can have friends. Otherwise, they have none of that. Um, so whenever we wow. touch them, these, these families are so grateful. Yeah, you guys, I mean, it's, th- th- there's so much to talk about in terms of how, what, what an incredible um, impact you guys are making in the world. And, and, so, and I, I almost don't know where to start because I want to talk about all of it. One of the big things I want to just uh, mention off the top of how we met, you guys have a, a fight night gala coming up. Um, here in LA, and, and that's a big uh, benefit that you guys are doing at the Beverly Hilton 
and you guys are putting some instead of just like a normal I won't say boring because I'm not saying galas are always boring but just like a normal gala where people are up and speaking you've got some people up in the ring and they're they're actually going to be duking it out some, some people from the entertainment industry and some good clean fun boxing is that tell us about that that's awesome yeah well well actually um and we just thought about we got to do something different and actually our countries have been doing this fight night it's fighting for children it's white collar you know, boxers, people like, we try to get Rick to do this, and you train for, you know, a couple of months and then get in the ring. But it, it's pretty easy. It's a uh, three uh, rounds, two minutes each, and it's over. But we try to get competitive groups to fight one another, whether it's the um, talent um, uh, talent groups out in L.A. or different boxers. We actually had two females up here first and said, we're going to do this for kids. So we have that going and it's just going to be fun. We, we've done it for eight years in Thailand and it's extremely successful. They can't even stop it. And it's just a fun night with people rooting for their friends that are up in that ring. So we're yeah, excited know, about it. It's November 6th. There's November 6th uh, coming up here in just a couple months. We're super excited. And, you know, the, the folks in our industry have never seen anything like it. Not that I remember. I mean, I've been in the entertainment and, and what we call the industry here in L.A. And I've been in this industry for 20 years and worked on, you know, I mean, over a thousand movies and TV shows. And, and I could tell you for sure there's a lot of people who would be – they have a lot of, like uh, – a lot of interest in hopping in the ring with somebody, agent, agents hopping in the ring with agents, studios, other studios, just, uh, of course, for good, clean fun. But I think that just the, the, just the, the, you know, prospect of seeing some folks get in there. In fact, we have a, I have a friend who's a screenwriter who is going to be hopping in the ring. He's, he actually is a screenwriter and does a lot of writing work with Charlie Sheen. He's another friend of ours. Um, is is that confirmed? Is he going to be doing that? He's hopping in, right? Yes, it is confirmed. Yes, he's already been training for a couple of weeks now. So he's getting, I know his wife wanted him to do it. And he was like, ah, okay, okay, I'm going to do it. And, and <laughs> on exciting. he went. So, yeah, it's yeah, going to be a Charlie, lot of fun. Charlie's, Charlie's going to be his uh, wingman and his corner man and squirting some water in his mouth and get him all prepped. So he's Steve, Steven Goliebski, um, good friend. We're super excited to see him. And if any of you guys who are listening want to hop in the ring, um, I'm not sure. Do we still have some slots for boxers open? Yeah, we have a couple left, not too many, maybe one or two. So uh, I know Dog Pound is jumping in there with some new ideas. But uh, yeah, it's been amazing. Our friends Dog Pound are super excited about it. I, I saw him on Friday. And um, yeah. Renee had a, a little bit of a headache and he was still, he had a little migraine going on and he was still excited. He was like, he was like, dude, I can't wait to talk to him. We're going to talk to him this weekend. There's just a lot of great energy and, and excitement around this fight night. So congratulations on getting, you know, getting people together for this. I have a question for you. If you don't mind me shifting for a second. Um, yeah. By the way, by the way, on fight night, let's just wrap that up real quick. People can go uh, to your website Operation yep. Smile and get more information on Fight Night. Is there a tab they on the can. website, or do they just need to go forward slash Fight Night, or how does that work? Yeah, they, there's a tab on there. They can set up a, a site where they can get friends to donate. 
Um, and then there's a video to watch because we'll we'll show what we've done in the past to the, in these different countries. I mean, I, I believe it started 15 years ago in London. London kind of pushed it off for us. So uh, yeah, so it's November 6th at the Beverly Hilton. That ring will be set up in the middle of that hotel and uh, uh, get your friends on either side to uh, you know cheer for your fighters. So we are we right. have asked. Of, Sylvester Stallone, he actually uh, said, I just want to be there for this. And uh, we're working on Manny Pacquiao coming over from the Philippines because we're very, we started in the Philippines 38 years ago. So, uh, wow. and then wow, wow. I know everybody should know uh, Billy Bush is back uh, with extra, extra, and um, he will be our host in the middle of the ring. So he's done a lot Billy for Bush. us in the past. Billy Bush, he's there. Oh man, he's a he's he's a funny dude. So I think it's going to be a great, a really fun night. If you guys are interested in buying a table or sponsoring or fighting, just go to Operation Smile. You can also reach out to to me, as you guys know, on at viralbrand.io or at Rick Shermer on social handles, um, and I'm happy to connect you with these awesome folks. I have a question for you that that that, that just to kind of dive into. I mean, you, so our audience, we talk about brands that are viral and inspiring, and one of the, you know, it, it, one of the things that blows me away about you guys is that, you know, you and your husband started doing this, you know, just, you just started doing it because it needed to be done. How'd you guys get so big? It's not like you guys, you guys had like these big ad budgets and, you know, big ad campaign. You guys have just gotten huge and everybody knows about you. Everybody respects you. Um, you know, so many celebrities, so many um, organizations. I mean, the top tier, you're a top, top tier worldwide respected nonprofit how'd you guys get there and i think that some people as they're building things just are curious how do they do it how'd you guys do it you know i think uh when my husband and i just went with a team there was only 15 of us 38 years ago going to the philippines and you know it was to take care of children with facial deformity which both of us i have a pediatric nursing background he's pediatric plastics so it was something we always wanted to do and then by chance we added our daughter onto that because we had five and we had to get her out of the hospital but that that turned into uh you know the future for us but anyway we just started you know saying we we saw 350 kids we couldn't take care of all of them we came back here and we live in norfolk virginia beach virginia and people were like okay fine we'll help you We'll get involved. Um, so money started coming and people, medical people started jumping in. And once they came and then we had to go back again because we didn't finish. And then it started spreading in the Philippines. Everybody started getting their friends involved. So now we are in 60 countries. And wow. that includes wow. uh, medical people, people from Sweden, people from... Thailand help us with the missions in the Philippines. So everybody's mixing and matching all over this world now to help children wow. have a life. Uh, pretty amazing, really. Um, yeah, I mean, one of the things that blew me our, away. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say our our um, pharmaceutical, our uh, companies like Johnson & Johnson, huge sponsors for us. Abbott provides our anesthetic um, uh, for the children. And you know, everybody starts to come together to see how they can make changes uh, in this world and make it a better world. 
Yeah, you guys are, I mean, there's a few things that blew me away. I mean, actually, you guys blew me away in general, but there's a couple things that, I guess, facts. Um, one was the fact that um, people with cleft palate, it's not even just cosmetic. It's not just their smile. It's actually just, they, they can't eat. I and mean, there's a physical, like, they, they actually can't eat. Some of these people are have malnutrition who suffer from this, um, you know, from this deformity, and they can't. Um, eat properly, and so they're medically in need, not just not just the dignity of getting their smile back. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Yeah, I mean, we I, I don't think anybody realized. Could if you ask anyone in the states, they say, "Oh, I've never seen a child like that." Actually, every child in this country is taken care of immediately at birth. They see a pediatrician, they see a surgeon. That surgery is then put on the schedule and they are taken care of throughout life actually. Some of them might have, you know, 10 surgeries in their lifetime till they're 18. So we do take care of them. It's not, I mean, literally the palate is open all the way to the back of the, to the, back of the throat and you can't eat. You can't swallow. Everything comes out your nose with a spoon of milk or water or a little bit of rice. They can't chew, so they choke. So we really uh, have to do the surgery or they will die. They will die because they become very malnourished. And now we're working with a, actually a company out of uh, Virginia that's uh, a bird song. It's all peanuts. So they make these peanut butter packs for us that are very soft, and we can feed these to the children over a month or two months, maybe two packets a day, bring them back oh, wow. to you know, nutrition so they're able right. to have surgery or else we can't even do it unless you know, they're wow. well enough to oh have it. So you know, everybody just has think to jump that. into this. So yeah, much. yeah. And the crazy mm -hmm. thing, too, is the fact that, you, you know, all your doctors are volunteers, just to let the, our audience know. Um, everybody's a volunteer. The doctors, in fact, pay $500, I think, to even go on a, to go on a mission. Um, and they, they go out. And, and so it's, so, so everybody's pitching in. There's your, your overhead's super low. Everybody who's, I mean, I think that's probably, one of the things I I love is the fact that, you know, there's there's no politics involved because I feel like there's always, you know, with a lot of nonprofit, there's religion or politics or, you you know, somehow right. be linked okay. to a nonprofit. And and I always get sort of like I'm, I'm one of the type of guys, you, you know me, we had a <laughs> we had a great chat last week with with my friend Rika and we were talking about I'm, I'm the kind of the guy that's friends with everybody. So, you know, I, <laughs> I, I don't you know, I try to be as much of a, a Sweden as possible when it comes to religion and politics, even though I have my own views, of course, but I'm friends with everybody. And so, you know, I think that's what's cool about Operation Smile is that you guys are friends with everybody. Yeah, no, we made that a policy, no politics, no no religion, because then then it cuts across everyone. You know, a child is a child. And so, you know, people jump in from all sorts of uh, ways of life to help out. And, you know, when we get into a country, that whole country, we might get the supplies, we might have some of the team join their team, we definitely work with that country, we are not coming in to do it. So we're a team together. And um, once we do that, 
that area, that country, whether it's Morocco or Madagascar, those people jump in and try to help feed us or transport us. They help us with lodging. And then the whole hospital pulls around us to work together. They learn by doing with us. We then donate certain pieces of equipment so they can continue when we're not there. Uh, that has been amazing over the years. That we Once we donated equipment and trained, then they were able to do local missions on their own. The Philippines has been extraordinary. We've been there 30 years this year, and they have wow. done 30 missions. 30 missions on their own. That's 3,500 surgeries. And so they've learned by doing and working together with us. So we all are a team everywhere in this world. Well, you guys are blew me away. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. You guys have been doing this since I've been alive. <laughs> so it's crazy <laughs> thinking I about know. how much. Every time we, every time we talk to young people, they say, "Oh, yeah, that's right. You weren't alive when this started." <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, no, it's wild. It's wild. No, I think I, I think I was barely, but but the but the you know the cool thing is is that you guys are doing this. You guys have been out there. You guys have grown. It sounds like there hasn't been, it's been mainly a grassroots movement. It sounds like you guys haven't really done, you know, a ton of marketing. I mean, most people are just kind of diving in and jumping in and helping you guys. And, you know, I think it seems like, you know, your, you know, your, your whole, um, you know, your whole mantra is just get in and get it done. I've just gotten to know you over the last month, but it's like, <laughs> you know, you're, you guys have got so much passion, so much energy and, and, you know, now, 40 years later, I, I feel like, I feel like it's not even going anywhere. You, you guys are, you guys are still at a, operating at 120%. Bill's unbelievable yeah. as well. Well, I mean, like, you know, uh, you, you know, guys Rick, the stop? other thing. You just going to keep on doing this <laughs> forever? We're going to keep on doing this. Well, you know, the other <laughs> thing I mentioned that we brought our daughter on that first trip. And of course, right. she's 30 years right. older, but we put students, once we saw how she worked, and she could be helpful in the OR with the screening. I mean, she was only 13 at the time. And so we put wow. students on our teams ever since. So all those people are 20 years old or 30 years older. They come back. They're either medical, lawyers, you know, donors for sure. Um, so we have a, an alumni behind us uh, that, um, you know, is working for the future. And we started – we. We hire young people right out of college to help us organize these missions. Those coordinators now are 20, 25 years older. So they've come back to us to help with our infrastructure, uh, whether it's medical or business. Our um, uh, COO right now was a coordinator of ours, and he has his MBA, and he's helping us organize straight under us. So. There's a huge future here, and the world needs this surgery. Um, I, I well, did want to say, and I know this sound, sounds overwhelming, but, but World Health knows that three to five billion people in this world have no access. So you break your arm, you're staying right. that way. You get burned, you're staying that way. So all this surgical need is we're pushing forward, and we will go, keep going at 120 miles an hour. Well, and, and I don't know what um, I, I don't know what all plans you guys have, but I think one thing that you mentioned, you know, was infrastructure, and that was another thing that I took away from talking to Bill is that you guys have um, just the infrastructure and scale for the surgeries that you guys do for cleft palates. That same system that you guys have created 
um, you guys can actually apply going back to the beginning of our conversation about um, you know about the suffering that's happening in the Bahamas right now the devastation and the yeah, storm yeah. Um, you guys you guys can actually use the same systems and do use the same systems to help people in the events of natural disasters for other sort of operations so doctors who want to volunteer who need to help somebody in need they can use the same infrastructure and sometimes you guys do that right and that, that could even be the future for operation oh. smile is that right oh yeah i we learned that so well uh when that uh haiti earthquake hit um mm -hmm. and the nepal so we realized wow we can keep the same structure anesthesia intensivist nurses on and on and just change the surgeon and change supplies so when we went to haiti we had trauma surgeons. We pulled them from one of our universities here, and uh, we got in through Dominican Republic and uh, set up in, an, in a, a library on library tables and operated on 350 large trauma cases. I mean, you, you had amputees there. You had all sorts of destruction going on, and we were able to do it. And, and we did the same. We worked out in Nepal working on the structure in that hospital with the people that came in to bring those supplies. So, um, you, you know, you can always think of something. It's not right. like it's over. Uh, but what, what else could you do? So that's what we're thinking about right now with the Bahamas. Uh, what is that? What are the needs first? You have to figure that out or else everybody jumps in and then there's chaos. So what are the needs? Well, you guys and then you guys serve the needs of so many, and, and it's amazing because there's there's so many you know doctors that are just hopping. I think you guys even have a waiting list now, right, for doctors who are wanting to be on to go on missions. You, there's more doctors wanting to go on your missions than you guys even have room for. Is that correct? Yeah, we we have a wait list, but we try to get them out now. And with may, possibilities of moving forward with this different surgeries, maybe we could add add those other surgeons somewhere in one of these countries. Look at Madagascar. They have two or one or two anesthesiologists in the country, that's it, for a population of 16 or 26 million. So we oh, have whoa, got to, what? We have to start teaching. We, gotta, we have to get those equipment in there and we, we will be able to change that over these years. So, wow, wow. You know, I mean, everything, so everything is helpful. Mm -hmm. Well, you guys are, I mean, it's, 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 there's, you know, not going, you know, I mean, I, I feel like you guys, you guys are just getting started, to be honest. <laughs> it, it seems, well, it seems we're like, actually, uh, Rick, at this 40th, we're almost at our 40th anniversary, and we are planning, as we did in the 25th, where we added on uh, centers to our countries. Uh, and we did a week of surgery around the world with all our countries, 25 and 40 sites, and operated on close to 5,000 children in the week. But after that, we set up centers. So we have 30 centers now where we do speech and dental work and psychology and really follow up these children as we would in the United States. I mean, it's important wow. for us not to just do the surgery and leave. We don't do that. We're permanent once we go. Yeah, the kids probably never learned how to talk, you know, obviously, in their, or talk properly 
and you know, I think that there's the surgery. I mean, I, I'm amazed by how quick the, you know, how quick the results come from the surgery because I saw some of the pictures like before and afters, like right after mm-hmm. the surgery. But there's there's a, you know, probably a good chunk of time that happens after that just being able to learn how to to speak and and even chew and eat. So that it makes so much sense that you guys are doing that. Um, <clears throat> that are continuing to help them after, and I'm sure that takes more volunteers and more more of everything. So, which I mean, is absolutely unbelievable. Yeah, it's unbelievable. I mean, it's it's really and, incredible. You guys, you guys are changing lives, saving lives, and you guys are like the real, you know, the 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 Mother Teresa's <laughs> of, the, <laughs> of the medical <laughs> world. We only wish. We only wish. I've been in some of the heart centers, and it's incredible what they have done. So, I mean, they take the poorest of the poor. So. Uh, we feel wow. like we 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 do we do do treat poor people, but uh, we can make that change. And um, I just feel for the future, um, it, it's it it all depends on volunteers. And if we can give our time, even even some of our uh, volunteers that have been with us 25 years, they're saying to us now, like, look, I'm semi-retired, I can stay there for a month. So or two months. I we're going to need that in Madagascar. We're going to need that in a lot of our countries for the training um, that needs to take place on the ground. It takes a while to get this um, anesthesia surgery under their belt. So it's excellent. We're looking for excellent care um, and uh, to keep up standards of care uh, in all these countries. So we're we're on wow. it. Um, I know everybody's sort of on fire with. Let's move it. Let's make it stronger, and let's give health to people around this world. Well, I'll only guys... tell a story of uh, one of, one of our kids. I I love the story because um, uh, we were in the Philippines. I I don't know, maybe fifteen years, twenty years, and they are great about having people tell their testimony. Where were they? What happened to mm. them? And so the last person that spoke was this little 10-year-old. And we were like, wow, what is she going to say? Well, she started talking about how I didn't have a palate. And she said, I always, always wanted to sing. And my mom was great. She would say, well, sing, sing, Chadlene. And she said, mom, every time I sing, everybody laughs at me and I don't want to sing anymore. And I don't don't want to go to school anymore. I'm always being laughed at. And so we were able to get to her and do the surgery, fixed her palate. And so at that moment during that testimony, she said, now I am going to sing for you. And she belted out this song. We we were in full tears listening to her oh, just wow. to know we actually had an effect on a life that, that was, she now was... Um, she got a big award um, in the country for her talent, and uh, so she's a singer now, and that's fantastic. Now, is that the the girl? I think I remember you telling me that story before. She's the one that, that now lives in California, or is that a different yeah, story? Because there's so many no, no, amazing she, stories. Uh, no, that's that is her. She um, uh, actually, <laughs> I think through the internet or through online, met somebody. And uh, yes, married somebody in uh, California, and now has moved over here. So well, I'm hoping, I'm hoping, 
I'm hoping she'll sing the na- national anthem before the uh, boxing match. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she no, she will. Wouldn't that be something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She'll definitely be there. She definitely will be there. Uh huh. Good. Well, so, tell us again um, how to get involved. We just go to operationsmile.com or so, dot, dot org or dot com. Uh, dot org. Yeah. Okay. Dot yeah. org. Operationsmile.org, and then you just click on the fight night. Gala, people here in California, if they want to buy a table, if they want a box. I think the boxing, there's just a few slots open. So if any of you are in the entertainment industry or folks that live here in Los Angeles and want to get involved in that way, you know, let let us know through the website or just hit any of us up. I'm happy to connect you guys directly to these awesome folks. Then um, they they can also buy a table or buy, uh, buy yeah. even a ticket. Yep. <laughs> well, right now we don't have tickets. We have tables for 10,000, 10 people. But through that money, 40 surgeries, we're able to do 40 surgeries. And as you know, I think there's a $15,000 table. You can do more surgeries by getting your friends to buy the table with you and then root for your boxer while you're there. But it is November 6th so at the fun. Beverly Hilton. <laughs> Um, it's going to be great fun. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, I've never seen, and you, know, you think you've seen everything when you live and work in Hollywood. And in 20 years of being here for me, almost, I have, uh, I have not seen this yet. So I'm super excited. I know a lot of people are too. So thank you so much for hopping on the podcast with us today. And I know there's going to be so many people inspired by your story. Um, they're going to be listening here that hopefully that'll be just the beginning and they'll hop on and get involved. Like we have, Rachel and I couldn't be bigger, bigger fans, and we plan on being able to continue to work with you guys long, long time from now. So we're we're looking forward to being with you guys for the long run. Yeah, well, thank you so much. I know everybody that get it will get involved here will be heroes for children. Uh, you know, it's kind of fighting for children, but you all are the heroes that make that surgery possible. So we're very thankful for what people do, and we will continue to push hard to make sure we get in touch with these children. Um, so thank you so much for having us on today. Thank you. We really appreciate it. And guys, uh, operationsmile.org and Fight Night and all the different ways you can get involved. Just check out their website, watch some of the amazing videos. And um, we are so blessed and fortunate to have um, have met Bill and Kathy. We've just had an amazing time with them. And we're looking forward to this November 6th Fight Night. We can't wait. And we'll talk to you soon. Uh-huh. Thanks again. Thank okay, you. Bye. Uh-huh. Have a great day.